On today's episode, we are taking a look at the current Dynasty domain value market and looking at some guys that we're just kind of not sure how to value them, some value enigmas. Uh, we're going to cover all that and more today on our episode. I'm Avery Huffman. I'm here with Nathan Schmidt. Hey, hey. And Simon Denny. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Dynasty Domain. All right, we're going to start this week how we start every week, and that is with our trade scenario of the week. That was for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I uh, actually don't have it up right now because Simon never sent it to me. No, Sorry. I was saying like uh, the... Oh, you're oh, oh yeah, the, the, yes, the triple yes, week thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, everyone. Oh, gosh. All right. All right, so I got it now. Um, we're we're going to talk about uh, Team 1 getting Marquise Brown, Elijah Moore, Cole Komet, and the 2022-301, which we're just going to wipe that, pretend that doesn't even exist. Because and it doesn't. Because it doesn't. Team 2 gets DJ Chark, Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, and a 23-second. Chark and Mims, let's wipe off the board. So essentially, Team 1's getting Marquise Brown, Elijah Moore, and Cole Komet. Team 2's getting Higgins and a 23-second. So I think we kind of decided this earlier. The value-wise is pretty close. Um, yes. Value wise is close, but then you know one side gets more players. So take the I just I'm taking the side with more players. I like the 23 seconds a lot, and we're going to talk about T Higgins today, and we like T Higgins a lot. But th- I think the caliber of players that is included with the three player side of that deal with Marquise and Elijah Moore and Cole Komet, I think that's too much to pass up because Marquise Brown is somebody who you know go obviously going to the Cardinals. I I really do think he's he's going to take a big step up in production this year. Elijah Moore is somebody who's being faded quite a bit right now. And Cole Komet is somebody that we're obviously high on and we have him in our top 12. Um, and he's in a Chicago bears offense where he's going to also, he's due for a big produ- production jump this year. So I think the pr- the potential production that you can get from that side of the trade. Um, if you, I think if you add that, and I think the aggregate production over the course of a season compared to what T Higgins in a second is going to give you is going to give you more production. So uh, and this one's weird, too, because I think even a, a productive struggle team could take the three-player side of this and be happy with it. You obviously like the picks, but at the same time, Marquise Brown and Elijah Moore and Cole Komet are fairly good rebuilding pieces. So, um, you know, there's a couple ways to look at this. You could break it down. Marquise and, you know, uh, one of the other guys for straight up for T. Higgins. And then the other you get the other guy for a second. And obviously, you, I'm taking all three of those guys. I'd probably equate the 23 second to Elijah Moore at this point. Which is kind of, I think that's kind of crazy. I th- I think he's worth a little bit more I think than he's that. worth more, but I think, I legit think at this point people are taking that. That's Because nuts. of the landing spot and of that's part Wilson. That's part of the value fluctuation. Hall. So, so yeah. yeah, I think I think I'm taking the three players. What do you guys think? Simon, let's hear from you. Um... See, I, I love I love T Higgins. Um and the thing is I will take him I'll take T T Higgins over Marquise and Komet. I'll take him over Marquise and Elijah Moore, I'll take him over Marquise and the three oh one, any of those combinations. Um but beyond that I don't know. I just think there's so much other crap in that side of the trade. Like, I really don't want DJ Chark or Denzel Mims, and a 23-second is not helping me yet. So if I'm contending, I think I'm I'm going to have to be faced with sending away the, the, the stud 
uh, that is T. Higgins for those three players that I think I can plug into my starting lineup on a weekly basis or have Cole Komet as my tight end too, and I can plug him in and go win this year. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but like even if you're a contending team and you take this side, like then you get some youth on your team too, yeah. like productive youth. It's, yeah. it's, it doesn't get much better than yeah. that. Yeah. And, and really, how many more points per game is T. Higgins going to give you over Marquise Brown this year? Exactly. Okay. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think this trade is interesting just because most of the time we're talking about trades where one team is definitely a win now and the other team is probably a rebuild. Um, and they're they're sort of building for the future a couple years down the road. However, so, this are, one there's a lot of it's just a lot of youngsters young being flipped yeah. around. Yep. However, Fun I would trade. definitely say if if I'm envisioning two different teams that are taking these that are that that's that are agreeing to do this trade, I'm thinking the side that gets Marquise, Elijah Moore, and Komet are looking for like they're, productive. They're more likely depth to be a contender versus someone who's looking for a top receiver and a pick and. A pick, yeah, and you're right. It, T. Higgins is definitely more of a, a cornerstone asset that I would trust more long term. Whereas the other side, Marquise Elijah Moore and Komet, that's those are a lot of guys that you could probably count on flexing at least, and them actually putting up some pretty solid numbers. Their 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 floor is incredibly low. There's a lot of risk in adding those guys and giving up T. Higgins. However, I like it. I really I, like it. I, yeah. I, T. Higgins is definitely a wide receiver one, but he's a low end wide receiver one because you know he falls in that eight to twelve range. Yes. So naturally, like getting you know two wide receiver potentially two wide receiver twos and potentially a tight end one, that's a pretty darn good haul. So uh, yeah, I think we all kind of agree on that, and uh, it's just that's an interesting trade. Um, and you yeah, know, like I said, that was I, from I one of the guys it. in yeah. our leagues. So yeah. yeah, thanks for sending that in. Um, all right, let's get into it today. Uh, this is going to be an interesting episode because uh, we just were kind of just t- sitting here pre-episode talking through some things, and we just decided to hit record because we were just in the middle of some conversations. We're going to re- kind of get back into those as we talk, but like we want to talk about um, some of the guys that we don't really know where to value, and there's some different reasons where we might disagree on why we value these guys differently, uh, but part of it is because we just really don't know yet, and because there, it's been such a tumultuous offseason, uh, and there's been so much flippage, as they might say, that we're just not sure how some of these situations are going to play out, and I think we'll just start with this. But For example, I mean, you're looking at the Dolphins' offense. We'll start here. Looking at the Dolphins' offense, and you you think this is one of the most improved offenses in the NFL. But you've watched Tua, and you know Tua's not been overly impressive. And uh, and, and it was uh, the meme was posted in our group chat that Odell Beckham has more forty yard touchdowns than forty plus yard touchdowns than Tua Tagovailoa. It's such a warped stat. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. But but at the same time, he's obviously surrounded by. Better weapons now. Uh, Ty- right. Tyreek Hill coming in there, and and you just the thing with when you're going through and ranking these wide receivers, you just don't know how to rank Tyreek and Waddle because there are a lot of questions. And let's let's talk about uh, some of the some of the different processes you can go through when you're thinking through how you're ranking these guys. Because in my opinion, I don't know. Is Tua going to be good enough to support the eighth and ninth best dynasty wide receivers? Like, let let me say something, and this is not this is not a straight up answer. Um, to that that's going to give you the final answer on all all these questions you may have about the Dolphins' offense specifically. However, it may give you a little bit of 
just wisdom and food for thought. And and I'm thinking going into this, okay. Tua question mark. Tyreek paired with Waddle, both of them now become question marks. And I think across the dynasty board, everyone's thinking that right now. And what does that automatically imply? That means from a value perspective, pretty much all of them are dipped or are, are, are dipping. And except, except Tua. Except, yeah, except Tua, Tua being the Tua being that. the exception. Okay. But Waddle and Tyreek specifically, where they were separated from each other to how they are now, like that it's understandable however there is you can't deny the fact that they've dipped whether whether it's they valid or have. invalid i and this is where it's conflicting because you see that dip and you're like huh maybe i should actually invest in that because where tyreek became almost untouchable in trades without having to give up a ridiculous amount he's now become like uh, like like you're you're able to go out there and get him for significantly cheaper than he was before and it uh, for Tua even like I just saw a trade go down in one of my leagues where the guy gave up the 2022 112 and he got Tua like if you can do that do it I don't care what the question mark is for Tua that is a steal stupid that's a steal I got Tua for 23 first and Baker and I felt good about that yeah (laughs) like Chris Olave yeah. is sliding to the 112 sometimes. Oh. Just to give you some ideas. Uh, Idiots. Uh, I mean, who else is going to the 112? Dotson. Uh, Dotson is not going to the 112. Christian Watson. Um, it, it, there, basically, there's a receiver going at the 112. Yeah. And he's not the top receiver going at the 112. Please, take Tua if you can get him for that price. And, and that's what I'm saying. Is there... There are going to be some times in some of your leagues, dynasty community, where there is the owner of these players on the Dolphins are going to be a little bit too low on them. And if you can get them for prices like that, please do it. I don't care what the question mark is. The upside is still there. But the other thing is, I think that, you know, you have to factor in also that this Dolphins offense is not going to be the same offense as it was last year. No, they new, may, they new, may favor the new run. offense with new weapons. I don't think they favor the run. I mean, if you're if you're thinking about a Mike McDaniel offense in in, in San Francisco, it's it's pretty it's 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 favoring the pass. And honestly, like with their backfield, I don't see it a whole lot. But but it's just another wild card to throw in. There's so much. There's so many things. Not to mention, like, how does this affect Mike Gesicki's value? So if things like that. But huh. you know, I think part of the one of the questions that I want to ask is. Nathan, I'll let you go first, and then Simon, you can go next. Or, or you both can just kind of bounce off each other. So you both are taking T. Higgins over Tyreek Hill. I am, absolutely. And um, no, you're bo- so you're both taking T. Higgins over J- both Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Both of those receivers. Uh, literally five minutes before this episode started recording, I um, made the big leap of faith and decided to move him over those two. So, and yes. the, and to clarify, um, Jamar Chase is second in your rankings, and T. Higgins is eighth. Yes. And yes. And in yours, it's no, it's the same thing. So you both have them at two and eight. That's going to be part two of the conversation, though, because that may change. But no, well, tell me, I want so I so let's talk about this now, because I think this is interesting. You're taking T. Higgins. You're taking T. Higgins, Cincinnati's wide receiver two. One B. No, two. He's no, a, I mean, he's not not two. Not, he's he's a, one B. He's a, no, it, Avery. No, he's a wide receiver too. Who? No, he's who, not. 
Who had, the, who had the biggest is. target share? Who has the more elite offense? Hands down. T Higgins it, had a lot. It's more. It's more guaranteed. T Higgins had a higher percentage of the target share than Jamar Chase did. Fact. Yeah. And, and, and I'm Joe, not saying he did more with the. Obviously, Jamar Chase did more with the targets, but he's still being targeted more on a on a per game basis than Jamar Chase what, was, and that's what, incredible. Then why do you have Jamar Chase six spots higher? Because have you seen Jamar Chase with the ball in his hands? Yeah, he, he's Jamar Chase had the highest juke rate in the league. I think he's the Bengals' first wide receiver option. I think their deals will reflect that too. I think he'll get paid. Wide I mean, receiver if, if they're trying to get the ball into someone's hands, then it's Jamar Chase. Yes, that's but T Higgins is, is getting the ball. I know. Just because the other defense has to cover Jamar Chase. He's a more lethal Tar- weapon. Target share doesn't always ne- necessarily mean somebody's a wide receiver one or not. The, yeah, the, yeah. There, there are cases where... Yes, I know what you're where, saying. So, so I, I think it's pretty clear that Jamar Chase is going to be paid as their wide receiver one and in... He might not mm-hmm. get targeted as their wide receiver. I, I just it just depends. I mean, that's just that's yeah. uh, that's a weird thing with NFL quarterbacks is that they don't always, you know. And sometimes that's part of the advantages of having two elite wide receivers yeah, is right. that you can you can really balance that. Yeah. But I mean, I I you know, I think if you're asking the question, if they had to choose to get rid of one, they would they would definitely yes. be no no no. You're Chase. right. So. You're right. I mean, it happens sometimes. One player is targeted more than the other. Gabe Davis was targeted. 10 times as much as Stephon Diggs was last year in the playoffs. And you're like, what? Stephon Diggs is the better exactly. option. So, and he's their wide receiver one. Yes. So, so anyways, right. my question was, you're taking, you're, you're, I, I'm going to call him wide receiver two. I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you're taking the second ranked Cincinnati wide receiver on this list over two elite dynasty options and Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. They both play on the same team, but one of them is the Dolphins wide receiver one. But you're taking Tyreek Hill. I'm sorry, you're taking T. Higgins over both of them. So explain why. Not that I not that I disagree with you, yeah. although I have them ranked lower and they're in the same tier. Yeah, they but are. But it's an interesting ranking. Again, this is um, something that I put a lot of thought into. One one of the two things I put a lot of thought into the last few days, and yeah, for, he doesn't he can't think about too many things at once. It hurts his brain. Oh he only gosh. thought about two things. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Um, but for T. Higgins specifically, and just, I mean, just look at Cincinnati's situation. Um, you have Joe Burrow versus Tua Tagovailoa. That, for me, that okay. that alone, let's, for me, is a no-brainer. Let's, let's, okay, okay, on top of no, that, no, no, hang, no. hang on, hang on, hang no, on. No, let's hang not on. waste the time. Let's let's not waste our listeners' time. Everybody okay. knows their offense is better and their quarterback way better. Like, yes. So don't yes. you don't have to hold my hand through this. Okay. I, yeah, I, yeah. I get that No, part no, no, I know. I'm, I'm saying that for general listener, that's... That's one of the main reasons. Obviously, that wasn't enough for you, which is fine because that wasn't enough for me for a bit um, until obviously no. Simon looked into it more and he kind of convinced one, me otherwise. One However, quarterback wa- is waddle- not okay. for me to do that. Okay, well, you wanted me to explain it, so let me explain it. Okay, go. <clears throat> T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, ju- if any second receiver, let's just say, okay, T. Higgins, wide receiver two. He's not a 1B, he's a wide receiver two. Fine. Okay. Stop. 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 Okay. Stop. The point is made. Jamar Chase feeds off of big play ability. Yes. T. Higgins does not feed off of big play ability. He has the ability to get more targets yes. on a per game basis he than does Jamar get Chase more does. He doesn't have I the mean, ability. He does. We, we've seen this. He, he's did, he did We've it seen this in Kansas City. With Tyreek Hill, he he scores forty points and then he scores five. Yeah, but he also and he, he this did, is he this is because targets, of the, yeah, okay, that's the difference. There was nobody else in Kansas City. 
Exactly. Now there's somebody in Cincinnati on top of Jamar Chase. So if Jamar Chase is being covered like crazy because he should be in a game, why would you not target T. Higgins? But they help each other. They help each other, which is great. Yes, yes. Everything you're saying is valid. But here's the issue. Here's the issue. You think that Joe Burrow, in an offense that features Tyler Boyd, who, you know, these are just role players, but Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, both capable of catching the football. Joe Mixon, capable of catching the football. And you think that between all of those guys and the handoffs that Joe Mixon is there getting. There are a lot of hungry hands, yes. You think that Joe, Joe Burrow still can support the wide receiver two and the wide receiver eight in Dynasty. I, don't, I absolutely agree with everything you're saying. I like T. Higgins for that reason. If T. Higgins was on his own team, man, I might rank T. Higgins ahead of Jamar Chase. Yeah. No joke. Like, legit. Because uh, I, I mean, I think he get, if he had if he was with a good quarterback. I mean, yeah. If if Higgins, what if T Higgins if, was on the Packers? Yeah. Like, okay. That's that's the one situation that came to mind for me too. Yeah, so if he was so there, that's, if, what, I, so that's what I mean. Yeah. So I know what you're saying. So, so you could maybe you could you could have that discussion. Yes. But here's could. the problem: they're on the same team, uh-huh. and you're moving T Higgins up into the top eight wide receivers, and you're not moving Jamar. Ch- I don't think I don't think it's feasible for for a s- single team to have both the wide receiver two and also the wide receiver eight when there are enough other capable weapons in dynasty okay. yeah look at their ages how yeah. sure and also however no, I, I get i get what you're saying but at the, even even then though ages age is part of it production is the other part and both of them are not going to be like absolute i mean obviously they can be but the odds that they're both going to produce at an elite level every single week is a lot lower because of the presence of the other one. It's, yeah. That's just how it is. So at the same time, like I get it, but but you're talking about T. Hig or Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, who also on their own teams. When Tyreek Hill was on the Chiefs, he was our wide receiver three. When Jalen Waddle was on the Dolphins by himself, he was the wide receiver five. In I mean, ratings. I had Tyreek at five, yeah. but and by well, nobody in our in our aggregate rankings. I had I had Waddle. I think as high as seven or eight. I, I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about our, our, the our, our composite rankings. Okay. Yes. Okay. No. Now, now look at, uh, I think your reasoning is understandable and I, I agree with you to an extent because up until f- 20 minutes ago, I had the same rankings as you in this area. However, I don't think with your reasoning, you can say that both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are then ranked above T Higgins and dynasty. I think I think Higgins for you would have to be between the two. You would have to pick one of those two to be above T. Higgins. You can't have both Maybe. of them. Maybe I'm probably taking each of them in like three that. different leagues. But but the problem with it is I think I think eight nine I think an eight nine from a mediocre quarterback is more feasible than a two eight from Joe Burrow. I, okay, eight nine is that's a you're talking about from from. Positions two to eight in a dynasty ranking, that's a pretty big drop because the guys at the top, you're talking about like the most target-hungry elite weapons that you could ask for, cornerstone wide receivers. like So eight and nine, like, you know, as when I have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill there, you're not building a team around either of them. I mean, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not I'm building a team past any of these guys past maybe CD. Like, so... The problem is you have an elite or what people are classifying as an elite cornerstone option in Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins has just moved and moved and moved, and Jamar Chase hasn't. No, I mean, and the fact is nothing has changed. 
if you were to say that Jamar, the, and this is if this is where this is where changed. this is where it gets. Now, now the awareness hasn't really changed. This is w- what people do: is during the off season they just sit and think and and eventually get right, wild like ideas. Like I had the last right, and you thought about two days. things, but yeah. um, <laughs> I would absolutely support your notion if. But th- and this is where it's weird because you, who are you going to move Jamar Chase down? But like below, because my I'm, my original thinking is if T Higgins is moving up, Jamar Chase ha- it has to move down, which I still which I, is I that, still agree. That I think is a completely valid point, and if that's the case, again, I'd have to look into it more statistically. But call me crazy, people are. Crazy. Hi, I'm Nathan Schmidt for Dynasty Domain. Throw shade at me if you think I'm stupid for saying this, but I don't think the gap between Jamar Chase and CeeDee Lamb is that big at all, and I would not be surprised if CeeDee Lamb outproduces Jamar Chase next year. I just said it. Boom. For as many for as many good dynasty wide receivers as there are right now, it gets really hairy from like two to ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean and, and I think yeah. Yep, one of one of the biggest moves we just made here. Again, it's just a little thing, but I, I think it's actually a big deal. People, many people have Jamar Chase over Justin Jefferson as their wide receiver one overall in Dynasty, and we have Justin Jefferson as one overall in the outright one overall. We just showed that by putting him in his own tier. Jamar Chase is now in the same tier as which that's CD that's Lamb. the way I think you can so, drop him to 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 compromise with your T Higgins bump. As much as I dude, I like T Higgins a lot. I do. Yeah. It's not. It's not a thing of for. I don't. It's not me not liking a player. I just. Right. I, I just. It, it, and it's really. It's a two spot difference. We're not talking about a whole lot. Okay. Right. However, I hate the splitting hairs. Uh, escape when it comes to this argument because I still think this is a. Li- this is still important to an extent. It's less. It's. It's a secondary issue, but it also is. Somewhat important to talk about because there are trades that happen like this. And there are like when, when you're looking on the draft board where when these players are left, when Higgins is left, Waddle is left, Tyreek left, who are you taking? Well, and that's what I was, you know, gonna, that's and, and that's why this say. is that's why this is important. Even though it's eight, nine and ten, it is still so important. You're to the point in the where if tier. you're in a startup draft, you're going to draft T Higgins over Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I, yeah, I see for I, me. I think that's a little. I think I would. I, don't, I mean, and I don't think. I think if I had to pick one, he's between the most the two, If me. I had to, if I had to sandwich T Higgins between them, I'd put Jalen Waddle ahead. Or I would trade back and get Deontay Johnson. And well, get uh, yeah, more value. But out of but, but so, I mean, obviously, we're talking pencil to the eye here. Like you have to do it. I think right. if I have to put if I had to put somebody if I had to put somebody above the other, like if I had to put T Higgins between, I'd put Jalen Waddle ahead of T Higgins, and then I'd put Tyreek Hill. Just from you know the the five years younger thing is a good argument. Yeah, here let me let me say my part. If if even if I'm contending, if I'm choosing between Jalen Waddle, T Higgins, and Tyreek Hill, I'm just gonna go ahead and knock Jalen Waddle out of there. I'm choosing between T Higgins and Tyreek Hill on a on a contending team, because which of those three yeah. do I think is gonna finish the highest? I think I think T Higgins and Tyreek Hill finish. Several spots ahead of Jalen Waddle in the 2022 NFL season for fantasy football, and and then I'm looking forward and saying, okay, T. Higgins is 23 years old, Tyree Kill is 28. One of them has Joe Burrow as their quarterback. The other one has Tua. 
I got I just have to take T Higgins over both of them because even for this next year, I think T Higgins can still outperform Tyreek Hill and have an extra five years to do it. So and, and I just and and I know this this is all just a notion. It's just an opinion. This is all just a guess. And I'm not saying that's going to be right, but I it's will a pretty take valid guess though. Especially I mean you've put the most statistical research into this out of the three of us, so you know. You know a lot more about T. Higgins than we do, so I'd trust you the most when it comes to this take. Yeah, I mean, this is, and we're not even talking about who's the more skilled elite wide receiver between Tyreek Hill and T. Higgins, because this is you. You said who cares about the quarterback, but the quarterback's literally the one throwing the ball into the I air. Say that. <laughs> I mean, Nathan brought up Tua and, and Joe Burrow, but the the quarterback one hundred percent matters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, who said that? I I, I, I miss I must have misunderstood well, we, you. We both agreed on that. Sorry. Oh no. Anyways, absolutely. The, the quarterback the, is 100 percent yes, important. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. And until Jalen Hurts proved that he can even support a top 12 wide receiver. Tua. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Until Tua <laughs> proves that yeah, he can support a top wide receiver, I, I've got to keep and T Higgins and over both of them. And that's where we. That's where the question marks still are. Yeah. yeah. Now that's okay. Yeah. And and but, final thing because I feel like we're beating the dead horse on this, but. No, it's a good discussion. Yeah. We don't always have to okay. move on. Yeah. No, like no, no, I'm not. No, right. no, I'm not. I'm not moving. Yeah, but on we right are now. just saying the same thing. I mean, yeah, Jalen Waddle. Saying, listen, Jalen Waddle was 13th in PBR league, so like he wasn't a. T- I know. He wasn't a wide receiver one, right? But, like, but if he was 13th, he kind of felt like it. I mean, he kind of felt like it. But yeah. Avery, he was 13th with no target competition. What's going to happen when Tua all of a sudden has to feed both of them? I I agree. I get it. But it's it's this is the same thing with Jalen Hurts. I mean, number one, the odds are I think the odds are high that the Dolphins are going to pass more this year than they did. Oh, last Jalen year. Hurts, are you talking to a now? No, but I mean it's oh, the same situation as Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts people are making AJ the same Brown argument. AJ Brown and Devontae uh, Smith. Yes. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So and Dallas Goddard. So yes, I think I think it's very likely that the Dolphins are going to pass the ball more this year. So then you have an, an uptick in targets, and obviously that doesn't completely offset the potential production that Tyreek Hill brings to the Dolphins. But I think another thing that we're just kind of assuming, and you know, we just don't know yet. We've never seen Tyreek without Pat Mahomes. We are guessing clearly because he has fallen far in our, far enough in our rankings. We are guessing that Ty- Pat Mahomes very much boosted Tyreek's fan dynasty value and his production. It is right. it is absolutely not impossible that Tyreek Hill really, really, really is. A very elite wide receiver. I mean, the yard after the yards after the catch stuff is is yeah. p- pretty incredible. I mean, we yes. haven't really seen a whole lot like it. And honestly, the thing with yards after catch is you don't have to make super great or complex throws for that to happen. Yeah, this so, is an issue of does the quarterback make the receiver? Does the receiver make the quarterback? And sometimes I think the receiver can help make the quarterback or and, make and, up for the deficiencies. And in I the quarterback. legit, yeah. I legit think that Tyreek is a good enough receiver that Debo Samuel. Yeah, that I think he's a good enough. I think he's a good enough receiver that it could be possible. We could be looking at this and saying, uh, he definitely number one. He definitely made two a better, but number two, he did fine without Mahomes. I mean, I I I like, I absolutely understand, and I totally have moved Tyreek Hill a, a moved him down a lot since he moved to the Dolphins, and he deserves it. He, I mean, it's just it's not even close. Yeah. But but the, there also is the argument to be made that he's being faded a little bit too much because when you think I mean Tyreek Hill yes which is what his, his I stated earlier there is there is definitely a dip in Tyreek Hill's value maybe not a dip but a decline and I don't think it's unreasonable to buy him now when when he cost loads more just a couple months ago 
Sure. You know, because yeah. and, it, and there is still the possibility that he can s- still put up those numbers because, like you said, his ability to produce after the catch is what made him so good. Like, Mahomes didn't have to sling it 80 yards to it. Sometimes he did. But a lot of times it, it was what Tyreek Hill was doing afterwards. So if Tua yeah. can just get him the ball, he doesn't have to chuck it 80 yards, then and see look, what Tyreek Hill can I get do. it that Tyreek Hill... He got paid $100 million to do it. I know. So. He, he just signed a contract to become the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. What was like, it, 120 It was. I mean, million? he's the highest paid wide receiver. 75 right? so million I don't even guaranteed. care what it is. But here, and, and that's, number one, that's big. But it doesn't mean a whole lot when you're, you know, you're largely dependent on your quarterback as a wide receiver. And that's... That's yeah. absolutely true, yeah. but the but the, I in the twenty eight. Listen, the, he's twenty eight. I get it. Don't forget, twenty eight's not a bad age for wide receivers. I mean, I think Tyreek Hill is still firmly in his productive years. He's in his prime. He's not out of his prime, guys. And prime he, and, is twenty eight. And, and I would say years he old has for a receiver. at least three years until he starts really like falling off a production cliff. Yes, at least three. That, that is, puts him yes. at thirty one, and right. that's being generous. So he could easily. Now, he being a speed receiver, it's more likely that he would fall off earlier. However, even speed receivers I don't see that happening. Yeah, but I mean, a little bit. look at Devontae Especially Adams, with. DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen. They're all 30 and in, in They're elite. going strong. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and, you know, it, it's like I said, it's hard. There's a lot of guesses. New yes. offense, uh, quarterback that hasn't proved himself, uh, Tyreek without Pat Mahomes. It's can yeah, it's yeah, it, it's it's murky. Okay, now now real quick, last thing, can can we look in in past years, like like past recent years, at teams that were elite enough to be able to feed the ball to two elite receivers to a point where they were putting up wide receiver one numbers. So, um, so last year, beginning half of the season, Matt Stafford to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, right? Yeah. Before Robert Woods got hurt, yes, yeah. was yep. he wide receiver? Was he in the top twelve uh, in points per game? I mean, I, yeah. I'd, I'd be, I'm not sure. I I'm not he certain. Was, he was close. It was definitely was up there. Um, Tom Brady on the Bucks. Tom Brady. Tom Mike Brady Evans, on the Bucks. Chris Godwin. Tom Brady on the Patriots with yeah. Wes Welker and uh, uh, <laughs> Moss. Randy yeah, Moss. That was a while ago. Um, yeah. Peyton Manning with Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison, yeah. and then later with Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker. Wes Welker, Julius Thomas. That's four. <laughs> Julius Thomas was the tight end. Um, yeah, and then we've got Rodgers with Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson. So even then, number one, you're talking about Peyton Manning. Right, exactly. And yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying. Number two, that's th- what I was there's saying. Not, there's Rodgers, actually, there's really, Manning, I mean, Brady. those are the there's, obvious ones. Yeah, there's, there's not, not that, that many instances. Many. Exactly. So it, and Joe the, Burrow the could that, do it. Yeah, and the fact that we're even talking about this is a huge deal because we're literally putting the Bengals' offense and their ability – at that level. When we're yeah. saying that Higgins and Jamar Chase can produce at that level, we're saying they can produce at the level of those elite offenses of the past. And do we think Tua can do that? No. We definitely think no, probably not. the Bengals but, are more but, but we all have Waddle that. and Hill in our yeah, you guys have, still, yes, you guys yes, still yes because Tyreek is elite and Waddle is young and, and incredible in his own right. Yes. Yeah. That's that's all I have to say. Though. Yeah. So just food for thought. Think about that. Yeah. I. I think it really comes down to what you think the Bengals are capable of and what you think 
the Dolphins are not capable of. Yeah, and so. and there's a lot of situations like this in the NFL right now. Even even we've talked about between the three of us, AJ Brown and Devonta Smith with Jalen Hurts, who's an interesting case in his own right. I think let's we're going to talk about, talk about that. that. Let's talk yeah, about it. Let's right talk now. about it right now. Um, I I just I think I've come to the realization over the past past couple of days. I think AJ Brown is being devalued a little bit too much for my liking. If he can, and obviously this is Way largely largely dependent on if he can stay healthy or not. That's a really important thing. Check my rankings. I still have him at four. Hey, do you really? Okay, yeah, okay. I, I had him at four, and I just okay. ch- I changed him before this. Yeah, to five. I I might I, change I, him. I, I might change him to five with, right with Cooper here. Cup. Actually, I might flip him with Cooper Cup. Yeah. Anyway, sorry I interrupted you. No, it's okay. Um, He's not being so. I haven't checked the, the CRBST on our locals page. Obviously, tells you That's all this our information. That's a cross-reference buy sell tool. Yeah, it will tell you all this information in one convenient spot, and that really makes it healthy. But I'm looking on Keep Trade Cut, and I'm looking at AJ Brown. And wide receiver six on there. Wide so so that's not horrible, but at the same time, here's what a lot of people I think I think honestly, the, um, the more important it thing, is horrible. Can I can I you're not you're saying it's not, but he's in the same tier as DK Metcalf on there, and uh, oh my gravy. Well, but what? here's 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 what's worse for me. This is why I was saying that this is horrible. Devonta Smith was valued at wide receiver seventeen and on April 29th, and he's now wide receiver twenty six. So he's the one that's taking the value hit. Like he's like he's not as talented as he was now that AJ Brown is there. And listen, <laughs> I get it because number one, it's Jalen Hurts, and we are known Jalen Hurts truthers on this show. We just we just have not been very kind to that man. Yeah, we tell the yeah. truth about we, him. We very we much tell do. The truth. I get that, but there's a couple there's a couple different arguments floating around that really just aren't sitting well. I think with all of us. Number one, the 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 run first offense argument. You're stupid if you don't think that the Eagles are going to pass the ball significantly more this year. Why yeah. would they not? Do you think they went and got A.J. Brown so he could go out and block? Yeah, he's uh, the fourth highest paid receiver in exactly. the NFL. $25 million a year to block. Listen, I mean, so so listen, listen. A.J. Brown. They're building an elite offense. Devonta Smith. Dallas Goddard. Jalen Rager. <laughs> Jalen Rager. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Sanders and Gainwell. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Rager. But, but, I mean, the combination of the two two wide receivers Zach between Haskell. Smith and Brown and then Goddard? Yeah. I mean, they're clearly – it is extremely clear to me that they are building an offense that they are moving towards becoming more pass-run combined. Because I'm not going to say they're going to be pass-first because they literally passed – the least in the NFL last year, I think. Yep, 32nd. So I'm not going to say they're going to jump up and they're going to end up 14th or higher or 15th or higher in in the volume of passing that they're putting into their offense. But if you don't think they're at least jumping to like 22 or higher, you're out of your mind. Why would they go get A.J. Brown if they didn't want to pass the ball? They clearly think Jalen Hurts have, has the arm for it. Why would they? Jalen Hurts wanted A.J. Brown there. Why do you think he wanted AJ Brown there? Because he knew he'd be able to pass the ball more, maybe. Yep. I mean, this—it's just a dumb argument. First of all, it, it's not it, year by year. It's really hard to take what an NFL team did a previous year, especially after their offensive weapons have been a little bit redefined, and use that as an argument to fade their receivers the next year. That's kind of dumb. They're—I mean—it's pretty clear that their their offensive scheme is going to be shifting. And, and the thing with A.J. Brown is he's being faded, but not as much as Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith, last year on the Eagles. Oh, my gosh. The, the Eagles had <laughs> no one last year. None. They had Devonta Smith and Goddard. You, you, 
They had Quez Watkins. What How does A.J. Brown hurt Devonta Smith? They complement each other extremely well in terms of play style. But yeah. not only that, there's just another target there. He still, he still had 916 yards as a rookie on the Eagles with Jalen Hurts throwing him the ball, the second option being Dallas Goddard, and he only had five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, Which but very, we've talked about that's nice. We've talked about before. Um, for every target that a receiver loses, they have to make up for it with so many extra yards. And if and if and somebody Devonta Smith is losing here. two targets a game, because J- Jalen Hurts still will not be passing the ball at a Joe Burrow level, or even not even close to that volume. Even you know. Um, but here's the thing that calls for a lot of variables too, though. Yeah, I mean, no, that, it that's does. assuming yes. that is that's assuming that Jalen Hurts' efficiency remains the yes. same yes. as yes. last Correct. season, and and like every and other QB and completion percentage. And we're hoping that general. he improves. Like that's something QBs generally do. Well, that's something we <laughs> expect QBs to do at the beginning of their career. I mean, there's cases like Sam Darnold where he's just always going to suck, but. Why are we looking at Jalen Hurts Oof, and assuming that? Like, I mean, we're looking at. Can we're you looking tell me Devonta Smith's target share last year? Can you tell me that? Twenty-six percent. I'm just guessing. I I can pull it up real quick. Oh, you look. I, oh, I, that's actually. I'm glad you guessed. I bet it's going to come in surprisingly lower than what you think. I could be wrong about that. Really? Yeah. I I just let's see if I remember right because I had Devonta Smith rostered. Yeah. What did you think it was? I don't know. Twenty-two percent. Hmm. Who was getting the other seventy eight percent? Exactly. My, Rager, this, is, this is exactly uh, my point. Dallas Goddard. I, I, well, uh, did, you you so did a whole short on it. How, what was his target share? Goddard's yeah. target share. Uh, well, depending on before or after Zach Ertz, it was like eighteen before Zach Ertz, like twenty five after and him. And here's what I remember mid season last year. I remember being frustrated that Devonta Smith wasn't getting as many targets as I wanted him to. So that that does help in the regard of yeah. he he if he is still being targeted the same amount. It's he's yeah. being targeted six times a game. Yep, that's, yeah. That's not unreasonable to, to he, I mean that it, should go up. Exactly. I mean what what rookie receiver com- didn't com- go combine up. that with the, Guys. with the change in defensive scheme. <laughs> 5 years ago a rookie putting up the production that Devontae Smith did his rookie season would <laughs> be a top 5 dynasty asset and I'm not kidding you. Especially with the way Especially the ball was passed. Can I can passing. I just read yes, exactly? Devonta Smith had fourteen hundred and eighty-seven air yards last year. That was a, that was an almost forty percent air yard share. And I know you guys make fun of my random stats, but you understand like he's getting sure. the ball downfield. If if Jalen Hurts just is a little bit more accurate, he's catching those. And instead of nine hundred yards, he could put up you eleven or twelve. AJ Brown right. is going to help with that, and Devonte Smith exactly. is going to help with that for AJ Brown, who was the only receiving threat in Tennessee. Yes, he had Th- seven hundred and fifty-six on. They're helping each other, guys. They're helping each in other. this scenario where you are absolutely right, and you have to make up for the production somewhere. Devonta Smith is in the best position to make up what p- potential production would be lost by AJ Brown coming in because of his target share and because of his air yards. He is in a very good position to sus- at least sustain what he did. Yeah, I believe that. I think Devonta Smith is a huge buy right now. Wholeheartedly agree. What? Where did he finish in PPR though last year? With uh, five touchdowns and nine hundred. He was he was, a, probably, he, was a, he was a wide receiver two. I believe. No, he was wide receiver three. He no, was, oh, he was, he was, was twenty nine okay. in PPR. Okay, okay. okay. he was forty five per uh, on points per game, which is rough. But yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, 
Not for a rookie. He would, but again, we're talking about just the the QB play and how that affected him. He had the tenth most unrealized air yards. So that's just that's saying something yes. to his QB play. If he has a QB that's good throwing the ball downfield, and we can talk about that too. You really think Jalen Hurts isn't going to at least get a little bit better? Yes, this year? I, I really hope he does. He all of a sudden he has really, one of his I, best friends on I his think, team. I think it. I hope he does, but I think he does. Yeah, I think at least what will happen is I. I mean, How do you, you're you're also looking at a rookie head coach essentially in Nick Sirianni, a completely different system from what they played with before and I like it, that system in, is only going to get better as as time goes on I legit I do not I, it's hard for me coach. to imagine a scenario where Jalen Hurts takes a step back this year and here is the kicker mm. here's the kicker wait for it though kicker ouch if Jalen Hurts takes a step back this year number one what does that do to their record and number two what happens next year they get a they get a QB. better quarterback jackpot exactly and it's that is that was exactly what I was going to say forget forget about Jalen Hurts when it comes to AJ Brown and Devontae Smith specifically it doesn't matter what happens to him if he gets better great they're gonna they're gonna put up more numbers than they did last year if he does worse Great! They're going to get put in a better position the following Listen, year. This is dynasty. Jalen Hurts was selected 53rd overall in the draft. He was a second rounder. He doesn't have the draft capital where if he underperforms this year, they're not going to move on. Yeah, he's not guaranteed guys, the starting position. it's a win-win. Either Jalen Hurts steps up yes. and these guys produce, or he doesn't, and they get an elite-level rookie quarterback in 2023, a class that is extremely strong. That's a good class, man. Solid. Guys, uh, okay, it's, yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad we talked through that. I mean, yeah. it's it's these guys are both in our rankings buys right now, and they are some of the as close to fail proof buy buys. assets that I've ever even seen. They got to improve. Yeah, they they do. And and guys, we got to mark this down. We all agreed on this point. Yeah, like, well, because we just talked through it. It's it awesome. I, I don't. I don't really see how somebody can disagree with that because there's so many literally fail safes for these for yeah, these guys. And yet people do disagree with that. Which, okay. which guess what? That makes Devontae Smith and Asia Brown buzz. buzz. Well, yeah. yeah, but can we? Let's just. And I would. I don't want to say rewind a little bit. Can we just talk about this in in the light of Jalen Hurts and his value specifically? Because a couple months ago he was going early second, mid second. In, in startups as the QB seven or eight, I mean. So so, and I said, ugh. and what I just said was, it's hard to imagine a scenario where he takes a step back, guys. Jalen Hurts, and I said this a couple weeks ago. Jalen Hurts was the QB nine last year. Yeah. So as long as he doesn't take a step back, and it's again hard for me to see that, Jalen Hurts is probably going to finish as a top eight QB, top eight guys. I I get it. It's not the sexiest pick. It's not. It's not long term. It's not the safest pick. But if you're contending at the value that Jalen Hurts is at right now, it's really, really hard to yeah, get contending. that much bang yeah. for your and, buck. And you're talking on. about a top eight like production quarterback at the moment being valued outside of the top twelve. Why is it not that safe of a pick? Let me just let, let's talk over this. <sighs> Jalen Hurts is how old? He's twenty three, almost twenty four. He was sixth in fantasy points per game last year. 21.4. Why is that not safe? Because if you're win now, that's, yeah. that's perfect for win yes. now, but he's 24. So if he is good, look at that. All of a sudden, and for, you're golden. And for the, you have a 24-year-old stud. he's being drafted at in the third or fourth round, if you take a chance on him, his ceiling is high enough to where if he burns out 
then you 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 know you're losing third or fourth round startup draft capital, and yeah. that's not in, that's not terrible. But if he doesn't, that's a huge that's a huge boom. I mean, the value wise, you just hit on a guy you got in the third or fourth round of startup draft. Yeah, go ahead. We keep talking. I I, I know. I just I'm not a Jalen Hurts fan, but all of a sudden I'm feeling <laughs> like, yeah, right. Okay, from Pulled in his rookie from. season, he had a 52 percent completion completion percentage last year. Oh. Guess how much it went up by? 12 percent. Almost ten percent. It was sixty one point three. Do we see that going up by another five or six percent? I mean, I, mean, I honestly think you're under his belt. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he gets an off season, a better, yeah. a, another elite receiver. I could see that going up again. All that to yeah. say, he improved once. Why can't he do it again? Sixty one percent is not incredible. Why can't he? I mean, I think all of us were having him in our low teens. Like, let me see, both of you guys right now. I'm not. I don't mean to just call you out, but. Uh, mine aren't updated. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh wait. No. Yeah, they are. Oh, you're good. You're on good. Our, on I our last, up, I moved them about two or three spots. Yeah. On our last rankings, or the ones we have right now, we have them respectively. Doesn't matter who has them where. At 15, 17, and fourteen. I have them at fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm the highest on him. But well done. Why are we not? Well, I don't know if that's well done. I could be stupid in a year. But why were we taking someone like? Nathan, Nathan, you're taking Derek Carr over Jalen Hurts. Why? Yes. Yes. I'm taking Derek Carr over Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but the, the question is why? Why? <laughs> why? Uh, well, yes. yes. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Derek Carr For over why? Jalen Hurts because of... I. <clears throat> well... <laughs> He he, Very he is good non-answer so far. Uh, I'm sorry. It? I'm sorry. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm stuttering because I'm I'm just so excited because you know how much I love Derek. Yeah, Carr. I'm just gonna interrupt you here. Derek, Carr. it's wrong. <laughs> what you're about to say Derek, is wrong. Oh, Derek, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Has Carr. Done nothing except but for be mid. That he is the guy for really probably the rest of his career. You, you are completely right. Guess what? Let's look <laughs> at the last he's, three years. He's 31 years old and he's going to last. Wait, Jalen Hurts. Time out. Jalen he's going to be mid for the okay, entire Jalen rest Hurts, of his career. If Jalen Hurts ends How do you up actually being good, he lasts no longer than like 30 years old. And Derek Carr is 30. It, Cam Newton is like the best of the best of his I will take. Play. He's not and a Jalen Hurts had 21.4. Exactly, and he'll never be that good. Which is what I'm saying. He will not last <laughs> as Nathan, long as Cam Newton. But buddy, stats time. But you just you just said that Derek Carr was the guy. Well, you, Derek Carr is the guy in Vegas. They just they just signed him oh, to a three-year. You, you mean you mean he's not a backup? Well, obviously. He, but I mean, but you but you're comparing him to Jalen. No, Hurt. I'm saying Avery, he's Derek, the guy. Derek he's a QB two no, no. in fantasy. Derek Carr is guy. guaranteed to play for the foreseeable future. Absolutely, Jalen Hurts. You don't even know if he's gonna. Finish this I, season. I, why he, wouldn't it I, could be a train wreck. He's gonna finish a train wreck. He's gonna finish this season. And Derek Carr is guaranteed. Not only that, but he's also he just got massive upgrades offensively. He's playing with Devontae Adams, a healthy Darren Waller, and <laughs> oh, I mean, and Hunter Renfro still Eagle, there. I think the Eagles. Ah. I think the Eagles' weapons easily oh rival the Raiders. Yep. Waller and Goddard aren't that far. I'll take off. a guarantee. I will take a guarantee. Guaran- high end QB two quarterback. Then a yes. unguaranteed hey, low end quarterback Nathan, one. Nathan Derek Carr has never been a QB one in his career. I, yep. I know, but that's why uh, I'm saying Jalen Hurts. He is consistently uh, 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 a high end. He was twelve. He is uh, and, consistently. And he is consistently oh, yeah. a high end quarterback two. He is a consistently a high end quarterback two. That that's not true. He's been a high end quarterback two three times 
Yeah, you're, he's actually right. Here, let me. Can I? Can I list it off? He's nineteen. Got, he's, twenty. Can I list it off? Sure. Derek Carr, <laughs> the highest he's finished was thirteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth in points, points per game. Outside of Great. that, he's been twentieth, twentieth, twenty third, twenty seventh, and twenty ninth. And in those fantasy points earlier, per game, those were earlier in the season. He, with, in, the, in the season, you're bonkers. If no, you don't in think fantasy earlier points in per game. Cur- earlier in his career, no. Last year he was twentieth in points per game. The year before that he was twenty third. The year before that he was twenty ninth. Yeah, you're bonkers. Okay, if you don't but think are are you? Do you see his offense now? Do you see his offense now? I get. Do you it. see Jalen Hurts' offense now? And he yeah, was with Derek a bad Carr, offense. Derek he was Carr, sixth. Derek Carr is actually a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. But, but that's not that's what we're not talking about, much, though. Either I, mean, I I know fantasy upside. Dynasty. I, I understand. Yeah, and, and dynasty exactly. Dynasty is my point. The the Jalen Hurts' ability with his rushing upside next year to put up more points than Derek Carr. Fine, 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 fine. Derek Carr is <laughs> lasting after. way longer than Jalen Hurts is. All right, then you take Derek Carr on your team, and I'll take okay. Jalen Hurts, who's scoring six points per though, game actually. more, and beat I'll, you. Yeah, Derek Carr I'll is thirty-one. That. Yeah. Okay, so if Derek Carr retires when he's 38, you don't think Jalen Hurts can play until he's... He's tired. not playing for another seven years at a high level. I will I will bet a lot of money on that. Who, Jalen Hurts? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't bet that he would, but what I'm saying is I think there's a good chance that at least for the next year or two... No, but listen... Is a year no, or two of Jalen Hurts worth more you have to, than... Yes, because a, then, I yes, win, then I win the future of Dynasty Derek, Not even that. Five, if you can take seven or eight years of Derek Carr being a mid... He's a mid, or you can take if J, if Jalen Hurts really is, if this is his floor, and Jalen Hurts gives you five years, that's not unreasonable, is it? Five years, not unreasonable for Jalen Hurts. I mean, if he if he gets better, next it's unreasonable year, it's, for me. But I'm also anything a little bit past biased. one year, I think is a little is yeah. unlikely. It's not yeah. unreasonable. Thank you, but it's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. No, no. But if he takes a step up next no, year, no, you're right. Yes, they're not going to draft I'm a quarterback. Agreeing. Yeah, Derek Carr is a safe option. Derek Carr is a safe, a safe option, but, but he has a agree. lot less. He has a lot less potential and a lot less production. Now, you did say you, you, we we did a lot. We did move up Jalen Hurts partially because of his ability to improve and the fact that he now has Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. You have to then, at the same time, at least think higher of Derek Carr because yeah. of the additions that they got in the offseason, mainly in Devontae Adams. So why would he not go up as well? He should move up if you're moving up Jalen Hurts. No, that's, that's yes, not. That's yes, not yes, no, it's not. And I can tell you why. No, yes, no. Yes. Derek Carr has given us how many seasons now? Nine seasons. He he's proven the same thing every no, year. No, not nine seasons. He's mid. That he's he's, he, he's played for like Nathan, since 2014. It, it literally has. It's it's eight seasons. So sorry, I was one off. I, I don't know why he was <laughs> yes. seriously. Avery, you were pretty much right. Come on, he's, get he's it coming right. into his just, ninth I season. I looked at it and guessed. I was he's like, coming into geez. his ninth season. You're right. So. He's literally proven to us every single year. He's going to start the season, and after week five, he's going to be an MVP candidate. Who is? Derek Carr. Oh. Every year. He's going to play out of his mind. <laughs> and what's he going to do the rest of the year? Going to get figured he's gonna out. He's going to be mediocre. Yeah. He just is every year. The difference is the ceiling, the question marks, the age. I, th- that is enough. That is enough to make me think I'm not going to move Derek Carr up because even with Devonte, even with Devonte Adams, I know next year Derek Carr is going to have an, a fantastic start to the year. You are going. You are rostering Derek Carr in every league, and you're going to just be. You're going to be living the high life because you're going to be scoring <laughs> all kinds of points, and you're going to be like Derek Carr this, Derek Carr that. I told you blah blah blah. And then what's going to happen? Derek Carr's not going to be in the MVP conversation anymore. He just Nathan. 
It's literally just identifying simple patterns. He does the same thing every year. Except the one year he was actually an MVP candidate throughout the entire season until he broke into the his cold. Leg yeah, against in his the second season, in this, his second <laughs> season, he's never thrown more than 32 passing touchdowns, and that was in his second season. Who was his receiving core that entire time? Like, like they have but, never but had an is, offense this okay. elite. They've never had an offense but, this elite. But he's definitely not in his prime. I understand right his offense is better. We have to apply the same logic. He's had better seasons than he has the last couple of years. Like, his early career, he was. I think he was better, and he was slightly more consistent. Yeah, because he was more mobile. But, and Nathan's yes. right, because if, if other players, yeah. if we're moving them up because their offense improved, we have to do the same with Derek Carr. But I'm not really moving Derek. I'm not moving Derek Carr over Jalen Hurts. over him. Okay. Now, that, okay, that. I'm moving them both up. That is where I can I that is where <laughs> I can see what you're saying because Jalen Hurts is pretty much always in in startup drafts going way before Derek Carr is. Yeah. That for me then yes, you're right. That for me then <laughs> is personal opinion because I would rather just you're taking hold off on Jalen Hurts and take Derek Carr later and get someone more valuable around where Jalen Hurts is going. Yes. Because it like I would never take a trade one for one Jalen Hurts for Derek Carr because you can't get more. But this is the same thing like with what we have for J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Yeah, Dobbins right. is valued in the dynasty community. He's not even in top 12 by many. We have him as <laughs> running back six. He's a beast. That, yeah, and that's our opinion. Like he really, yes, he's not right. going as running back six in startups. And that's and what we're I'm not saying. Taking yeah, him there and, either. Right. And well, you play the market. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. I'll play the I'll play the market with Derek Carr. I'll go back. You'll and pass, on Jalen, I'll pass on Jalen Hurts. I I'll understand. take Derek Carr. And look, but at the end of the day, I think Derek Carr should be ranked higher than Jalen Hurts, which is why I have him like that. And look, yeah, so, and I also don't blame you for wanting. There you go. It, no, this and this playing the market is a little bit different than how we rank our players because. Honestly, like you're ranking them based on their how, how we think they should be valued, yes. right? So this while I understand you be. would rather have Derek Carr over J- Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts. No, I, I oh yeah, you, and Justin, you Fields, have yeah. him over Justin Fields. Yeah. I I think that's a I think that's a bit of a stretch there. He has him tied with Mac Jones. They're both at 15 because I think it's pretty clear between the age and the potential that that. Justin Fields is number one more valuable across the board, and I get you have to play the market, but number two, I have even though I'd probably be indifferent between having Justin Fields and Derek Carr, they're separated by five <laughs> spots in my rankings because because with with Justin Fields, I mean, he's just it's it's the situation, it's the age, it's the potential, yes, it's what we've seen in college, like it's Derek Carr, it's just. That's, you just know what you're gonna get with Derek Carr, and I like Derek Carr as a. I like watching him play, and I like how consistent he is. But at the same time, you know how sleeper color codes all their stats, and green is good. He's and, always and in yellow the yellow. Mid. He's a yellow quarterback, straight up yellow every year. I yes. never. I mean, and that's just what he is. And he good for him for being that. Good for Kirk Cousins for being that way. But at the same time, when you're talking about Kirk dynasty. Yeah, Kirk Cousins has been green before. Was he green this year? Uh, I don't know. Dude, I, talk about oh my gosh! Don't get me going on Kirk Cousins. You I, really don't. I am a sucker for the mid-grade quarterbacks. You really man. Don't talk about a guy that, who's underrated. You, you really don't think that was a Kirk good Cousins comparison? In fantasy to let me is just keep great. going. No, it's yeah, fine. You're fine, ahead. Avery. Go ahead. Sorry. I mean, it was red, green, and then yellow, so it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, it averages right. out to yellow. Yes. Good for him, man. Yeah. Yeah. But you're but you're playing dynasty. So in a uh-huh. redra- in a redraft league, who am I taking? Derek Carr or Justin Fields? I'm taking Derek Carr. What? In a in, in a redraft? Yeah. 
I think Derek Carr will probably outscore Justin Fields this year. Yeah. Oh, that's Dude, valid. Yeah. Offense. Yeah. So I don't think I, I was thinking Jalen Hurts still. I was gonna say I'm taking Jalen no, Hurts. No, I'm taking Jalen Hurts and redraft all the yeah, okay, thank day you. long. Thanks. Sorry, I, that was that was me being dumb. But not but hearing. it's but it's dynasty, and even though we don't like Justin Fields that much, you do have to still consider the age and the potential and rolling the dice on those guys. They and and you also have to consider you know, it, it, like I said, it just changes the game. So I I get it. Yeah. But yeah, the Derek it's, it has turned into a really interesting discussion about Derek Carr, which is hilarious. That's fine. But. That's the real, literally the only reason we're having these conversations because of him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's fine. I think we all have different values. Um, Nathan really, really likes his safe guys. I mean, he heavily values guys like Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins and Mac like Jones. Sick. Also, I don't. Yeah, sorry, I don't Nathan know why they have Derek finishes Carr. We're all sixth in his dynasty leagues. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I'm just kidding. Anyways, Calm down. come and, on. And and that works because if Nathan's never really gonna have to because of that, you I don't, his teams are fourth in Bromies, didn't you? His team. <laughs> I did finish fourth in Bromies. I finished dead last in my other league too because I intended. It's just to. funny because in Bromies you had those quarterbacks and you finished right in the middle. Nathan's right. teams that are makes me laugh. are a lot less likely to crash and burn. Absolutely, Avery, you might take Jalen Hurts and you're and you're Jaylen riding Hurts might high. Suck. For one year, and the next year, he's out of the league, and you're like, shoot, who's my QB, too? And Absolutely. Nathan saw Derek Carr going strong. It's probably the funniest thing that ever happened. Which is right. fine. Him finishing and smack in the middle yeah, of Yeah, because, again, it's all... If you, well, okay, with the, with the fourth place, so I will say I was don't basically say it. second don't do because it. Don't because do of it. the the <laughs> the sleeper screw up. I still I that swear I swear fault. to this day that it wasn't my fault. It absolutely, I started was. Tyler Huntley instead of Zach Wilson, apparently, but like I meant to start Zach Wilson. And it was a, it was Huntley. a week Tyler Huntley. It was a week Tyler playing. Huntley was out with COVID, and. <laughs> <laughs> I I like and it I cost- swear I swear I looked at my roster like which so I can't remember five would you times have, would over you have and I could have sworn Zach Wilson would you have was won? starting yeah I would have I couldn't remember if it no was, you you would have beat but me, I would have beat you in the championship you, yeah so but I would have ended beat, up in you second. would have beat Dandy though I would have beaten Dandy <laughs> oh shoot yeah. <laughs> the pain do you remember how mad he was yeah. that yeah, night was watching Monday Night Football oh I dude and 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 you and Danny had Jalen Waddle I was chucking darts at the wall like crazy. Yeah, Jalen Waddle was going off. Oh, that, that was night. the Saints. And Gusecki yes, was, was. Gusecki was crapping the bed <laughs> like he did the entirety of last oh, of the end God. of last season. Anyways, also uh, Derek Carr. I don't know why it said he was QB thirteen last year because I'm looking at his overall points, and he was he was twelve. So he he yes. was he was a QB one last year, but he year. was barely he was Thir- sixteen. He, he scored thirty points less than Jalen Hurts. He was sixteenth in points in points per game though. He averaged fifteen point nine fantasy points per game, and Jalen Hurts right, averaged twenty one point six. Right, because Jalen Hurts missed a game. He missed. Yeah. Yeah, he missed. He missed right, a game with yeah, COVID yeah, I, or ankle. It was an ankle. Yeah, he, he missed three. Yeah. Oh, that's two a, games. That's another thing too. Another thing with rushing through. quarterbacks, uh, Jalen could get. I mean, anyone could get hurt anytime, but he definitely. I, I is don't more like at your, risk. Listen, like Kyler. Like no, Kyler. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't like this argument. I, do, I'm, I don't like this argument. The game has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. These rushing quarterbacks are a little bit more durable than they used to be. Except Kyler, for Kyler. Ky- Kyler. No. <laughs> no. Are you serious? I'm instigating we don't need to talk about this. Let's, <laughs> but it's not even instigation. It's just fact. He, we've had this discussion. Kyler I, has really not that missed that, missed that many games. Yeah, Avery's right. And Lamar really hasn't missed I mean, right, we didn't say missed that games. many games. And Jalen Hurts really hasn't missed that many. I mean, Jalen Hurts, obviously, you know, his. But. These rushing quarterbacks are able to come out now, and they are more durable than they used to be. They just are, and so because they eat more greens. 
that has to be it. They eat more I don't, spinach. That must, it must be their diet. has no nutritional value. Eat spinach, But you also, please. it also is not a terrible idea to think a little bit ahead of the curve here, and maybe we're entering into a newer age where some of these yeah. more, you know, dual-threat quarterbacks can be more durable yep. and, and, and last a little bit longer. If and they'd eat mushrooms like Tom Brady does. Oh, gosh, and kiss their kids in the mouth, too. That, yep. Yeah, Tom yep. Brady's really the yep. guy well, we should be looking massaged. up to. That'd really do it for me. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, another guy <laughs> I want to talk about just from a value enigma standpoint is Trey, uh, Trey Lance, actually. And I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and, and and fire some shots here. Okay, because I'm sick of this. Oh no! Don't call anyone out specifically. It, the Dynasty nerds. Oh, oh my gosh! No, we just made enemies. They, 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 I know they listen, but they can just they can. You know what? It's super silly that they obviously have a big enough listening base, and and so does Fantasy Flock. They're two of the the more popular dynasty uh, resources out there. They have a big enough following. Fantasy Flock was with us, yes. To to where yeah, they they have a big enough following to where they can affect dynasty values, especially yes. dynasty nerds. They have a lot of listeners. They have a lot of people that follow their show. So when they come out and say that their reporter friend texted them that Trey Lance sucks. And and I will and I will, I'm not doubting that they didn't say that and they didn't make it up because it made it to the it made it to the news. The report came out. The guy said that like yeah they're the the Forty yeah. have been generally unimpressed with everything Trey Lance has done. So it's not just them. But the thing about the report was there were pretty much there's pretty much no evidence to back any of that up. Now, so, so I think it, I thought it was stupid in the first place because number one that's all speculation anyways and it came out in what march in oh, the middle of the off season yeah it was it's like really b- it's a really time. bizarre time for, for somebody to just decide that a quarterback sucks so what happens when reporters get bored or the or when the, the 49, when the 49ers are like um yeah hey you want to publish this report for us so that we can light a little fire in this kid's butt but that's not even the worst of it i mean for me I, it's why let that affect your value of somebody? And I get it. I do think Trey Lance as a whole is still a little bit overvalued in in the in in the dynasty world. I get that, but don't let that be the reason that you're baiting him. I, that is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. And now we have George Kittle coming on our George guy Skittle. Pat McAfee, and yeah. straight up talking about how he has been genuinely impressed. Yeah, this Wait, is really what did it for who us. Who the heck am I going to listen to? Dynasty nerds, they sit in their studio in Ohio and they they <laughs> have their people that text them and then they think that they act like they they act like they know something. They don't know anything about Trey Lance. If we knew something then we would be in the NFL they haven't working seen, for they, a they team. They haven't seen Trey Lance uh, in OTAs or coaches. They haven't seen Trey Lance. I mean, they saw him at a small sample size last year, but even in, even though he sucked, he still produced. Yeah. There's nothing to change our minds yet. You're talking about concrete evidence. A reporter that texts you is not concrete evidence. You can sit there and you can say all you want about Trey Lance, you know, losing value or whatever. But Uh, that's a very stupid reason. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But also at the same time, it, I mean, let's say, um, 
who who do we really like? Garrett Wilson. If we start hearing reports that Garrett Wilson is just not able to beat people in in the OTAs, we're gonna get a little bit worried, right? I mean, we got worried about Jamar Chase, and that didn't pan either. Yeah, I know, yeah. but you know, I'm, not, I'm not freaking out. First of all, I'm not freaking yeah. out about no, any you're not freaking this, out, but it's kind of gonna make you a little bit uncertain. But you said reports. This was one report, yeah, and there was no evidence, and yeah. there were no quotes, and there was nothing. It, yeah, was, it was a very shoddy reporting yes. job, if it were true. Yes, but the thing, other thing about it is, with like again with George Kittle coming on, the, he, he's been genuinely impressed with Trey Lance, but he has clearly been trying to, you know, if you look at his Instagram, he's clearly been trying to hang out with Trey Lance. I think there's a clear transition of power. So that alone is is enough for me. George Kittle knows more about you than, or more about Trey Lance than you, Dynasty nerds. He's, yeah, he actually he's like literally the best tight end in football. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. You guys, George Kittle is a professional football player. That plays for a professional football team and An has caught pro. from professional quarterbacks, and he's saying that this professional quarterback, who is, he's played with, who he has played with, and who he is currently catching passes from, as an all pro, is doing fine, and is impressing him, and he says does does some pretty crazy stuff. Is yeah. George Kittle and, an all pro? Yeah, he was last year. Oh wasn't yeah, he George not? Kittle's a. Yeah, no, I know. I was. Just, or Mark I was, Andrews I was, was. I was reinforcing what you were saying. Oh. George Kittle. No, Mark Andrews was all <sighs> pro. I don't know. George Kittle's incredible, guys. So if you're going to listen to somebody on Trey Lance's value, please listen to George Kittle over anybody who thinks they know what they're talking yeah. about. We're not claiming to know more than George Kittle. That's the difference. Yes. I don't know. I haven't seen Trey Lance. Yep. Go. Can, can Nathan yes. say something? Okay. This, for, for all y'all listeners that have listened to us since the beginning, this is not us changing our overall opinion Absolutely on Trey not. Lance. We're mainly Simon and I are not super huge big fans of Trey Lance. I have no shares of Trey Lance. Yeah. Avery is not super huge big fans of Trey Lance either. No. <laughs> I just moved Trey Lance to QB twelve over Trevor Lawrence's QB thirteen. Why? These are good reasons. Trey Lance the the forty ers invested essentially three well well really four First round picks to get him. The the one first round pick they spent on him, and then the three they gave up to trade up. The Jaguars spent their one first overall pick on Trevor Lawrence. Who who just went to the NFC Championship last year and was a field goal away from going to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo? When you're talking about situation, the San Francisco 49ers. The situation is you don't infinitely get much better, better. Than that. Like you, you cannot go wrong with Kyle Shanahan. He is one of the <laughs> best coaches, one of Guys. the best minds in the NFL. You don't have to be an NFL professional, like scout or coach, to know that Kyle Shanahan is good at what he does, and he's not going not to anywhere. Mention, Guys, not to mention work. that that front office is no joke. This we're not talking about. We're not talking about the Commanders' front office here. Okay. Yeah. This is a front office that has consistently built solid teams and teams that with Jimmy Garoppolo will go to the NFC Championship game and still have a chance to compete and even then they gave up a an absolute haul on the levels of what you are seeing the hauls given up for Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford on that level the, a, more than yeah a yeah. lot yeah to go get this young quarterback a team that was already solid that has a very conservative or more conservative and more smart front office than the average NFL front office and a great GM. They 
Doesn't it say something that they traded up for Trey Lance? Do you really think that after one year of Trey Lance playing two games and the start of an offseason that they're going to change their minds on Trey yeah, Lance? Yeah. And, and that, says yeah, something. That, yeah. yeah, that I think is where we got it a little bit wrong because I said, I've said earlier in pods that Kyle Shanahan doesn't like Trey Lance, which is a little bit of an exaggeration. He was negative when it came to talking about Trey Lance after his uh, – games last season where he was very inexperienced I think I've looked over a little bit just the capability of Kyle Shanahan no matter who's there because he did he did want Mac Jones he did want Mac Jones Trey Lance is a better quarterback he well he he has a way higher ceiling than Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. does and we're talking about fantasy uh, he might, football he might be a better yeah, just like Jalen Hurts versus Derek Carr <laughs> it's the same thing yeah yeah I actually no, I literally thought that when I said it and I was like you're gonna rip on me for that we're, uh, but you're we're right. talking about no, there, was, right. there was clearly disagreements in between the coaching staff and the management there on yes. who they wanted yes. as their quarterback. Which is why I still have major questions about Trey Lance. Yes, but Trey Lance is going to get his opportunity. We might think he might he might suck. And and I'm not willing I don't hate Jalen I don't even hate I don't hate Trey Lance, not Jalen Hurts. I don't hate Trey Lance. I just don't like where everyone else is valuing him. He should not be going as the QB six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I, it's all too high for him. Take that's, Russell Wilson, yeah, take Matt Stafford, take true. Aaron Rodgers because you know they're going to be good. Yep. Trey Lance is going to get his opportunity. He has all the draft capital you could ever ask for, and he has incredible weapons. He and has and Debo ru- Samuel. Don't forget the rushing upside, man. Yeah. His college, I mean, his college rushing stats put him yes. on par with quarterbacks. And and Flock yeah. did a video, and they had a good. He had a good explanation for this. On par with guys RG three, yes. Cam Newton, Jalen Hurts. Guys, it, I mean, guys like that. Guys that at one point. In their careers were elite fantasy yes. options. Maybe not sustainable, but they were at some point. And, and if we're saying Jalen Hurts can improve as a passer because he has A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard, why can Trey Lance not be pretty good when he has Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle? And George Kittle's amazing. Skittle. George Kittle has outperformed Derek Carr on a points-per-game basis multiple times. That's how good he is. Yeah, that's actually and, true. By yeah, the way, and guys, I I just feel like the dynasty community in general is drooling to see Trey Lance finally get on the field and start for real. Because let's be honest, last year, yes, Avery, I'll admit, last year didn't super count. I was wrong to take a few games as <laughs> and extrapolate that. Now, such a n- such yeah, a yeah, grown yeah, man yes, thing to say yes. right there. But <clears throat> what I will say is. The, the value that you're going to get out of Trey Lance starting a game come this next season is going to be infinitely bigger than when Trevor Lawrence steps on the field. All it takes, all it is going to take is one game where Trey Lance scores 20-plus points and he's going to <laughs> he's going to go up in value. Didn't he already have a game and you with can, more than 20 points? Yeah, and you can either – you can say, sucked. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter how how bad he looks in that game if he puts more than 20 points on the board in fantasy he's going to become more valuable and if he sucks then you can sell him and if you like what you see then keep him like it's it's a very fluid trey lance is a very fluid constant valuable asset where you can get a lot for him and we can agree and you can get a lot out of him if he ends up actually hitting trey lance is going to start there this year yeah and we can agree this is going to be his rookie season Last year didn't count. Yeah. Do you, so yep. talk about a, a, a QB with that draft capital, their floor for their value after their rookie season, regardless of how they perform. Look at Trevor Lawrence. Their floor is not that low. Trey Lance might be valued, not might be, he's valued more than he was <laughs> last season, which is crazy. Which That's crazy in itself. But 
but which my, is what but I again don't my point like, is it, you but, can move off of Trey Lance next season and get the same return. Yeah, you can. Sorry, yeah. it's not going to matter. Yeah. It's just how yeah. it's just how rookie quarterbacks work. Yep. It's just how their values always pan out. Yeah, it's interesting to see how um, how much Trevor Lawrence has is being valued uh, lower than Trey Lance, just depending on their situation. And again, this was this was hard for me because I really like Trevor Lawrence. He's the best. Um, he has the highest quarterback grade, scouting wise, uh, since Andrew Luck. And um, he's been compared to the likes of Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning. But, I mean, you just – guys, let's be realistic. The the Jags – oh, my gosh. The Jags are right down there with <laughs> the Jets, Washington, when, when it comes to hitting at quarterback and, and <clears throat> really building the right way. I mean, how many I, – uh, I, don't, I don't have this stat. I want to look this up, actually. But how many first-round picks in the last 10 years – have ended up being successful in Jacksonville. Like Leonard Fournette doesn't. Leonard Fournette was not. So no, he he wasn't successful. They they lost him. He's gone. They don't draft well. If you're if you're right, and if their you're quarterbacks gonna take Blake Bortles, Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles. Like I I trust the 49ers as an organization infinitely more than I do the. Jacks. It says a lot that an organization like that went out of their way to get Trey Lance. Okay, so yeah, and they, you want to know in the last more. ten years? They're they're, they're Go not it, gonna Simon. they're not gonna let him go before. What in the last, the Jags in, the last let Trevor years, what? in the last ten years, in 2012, they took Justin Blackman, moving forward, Luke Jockel, Blake Bortles, Dante Fowler, Jalen Ramsey. There, good okay, pick. one good amazing, pick. That's good one. pick. That's Leonard one. Fournette, Taven Bryan, Josh Allen. The that's two. Yeah, there you go. The, the Josh backer. Allen, the second. Yeah, but uh, even that. Oh, well, C.J. Yeah. Henderson, who's been, yeah. he's also been decent. Okay, fine. Two and a half. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. Okay. So two question marks. So, so two and a half hits and two question marks. Yeah. And over the, the last, last ten and the years. rest of them not great. And the rest of them, the rest of them like don't even exist. Yep. Sorry, players, not not hating this on these Jags players that don't exist, but like no, we're this talking is, about this is, this is the perfect this is the perfect foundation for this for this debate. Is it, it, you? I, I'm telling you, it would be like the Colts going out of their way like that too, because I mean Dante Fowler was decent too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> But, but three. But you get the point. Everybody gets the point. Yeah. They're they're definitely missing more than they're hitting. Yes, you're they, right. They don't draft well. The 49ers consistently draft at least decent. And they their GM is fairly conservative and they make fairly good moves most of the time. Except and when they, they gave up three first round picks to trade up. That was not a very conservative move. <laughs> that but, but that's exactly That's the exactly point. yes, that is the point. Yes. Because it might pay off. Exactly. It, that that is a point. You do not as an organization, you do not Give up on a player you essentially gave up four first round picks, spent four first round picks on <laughs> within the first four years. Like they'll, they'll at least have to ride with him for the next three years after this. At least, at very at least. least. Yeah, that's the that's and, the, and that's, that's that is if he sucks as a quarterback, he will have to be on that team. Good discussion today. I I like I like where we went with a lot of this. I loved arguing about Derek Carr with you. That makes my heart so happy. Yeah. Man. Oh man, we didn't even get to tight ends or running backs. No, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, we are literally at an hour and yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah. I think so. Uh, honorable mention: Dobbins is our biggest running back by. He's a huge. Yeah, he's, and he's huge. and it didn't end up being. We'll 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 probably have a lot more time to discuss this in the off season. Yeah, you're right. So. Um, Interesting. Let us know what you think about these guys. This is definitely a discussion starter podcast because we really 
there's not a yes or no answer on a lot of these guys, and we don't really know. So we like we we definitely want to hear what you think. So uh, tweet us if you're in one of our leagues. Get a discussion going in our chat, and or you know or, or go to our Discord so you don't blow up our phones. That was the whole idea, and nobody goes to our Discord, and it's yeah. like, well, yeah, that does exist. Um, but please. Tell us how you disagree. Yeah, tell with us, us. Tell us how you agree Please. or disagree with we, us. We love it. I, we know you will because we get yeah. it. We get it. JC, every, we, uh, yeah, that's I, you. I know we get it every week in the in the the domain group chat. Or Goma calls us idiots, and and JC asks where the podcast is because I'm posting it late, and it, yeah, we we know how it is. So, uh, but we do appreciate all you guys listening. Um, we do have our locals available if you want to go check that out. It's on our website dynastydomain.com. You can get all the info there. Uh, if you want to rate us. Give us a rating. We've seen some. We like it. Uh, if you don't want to rate us, then well, don't, at least don't leave us a bad rating. That's all we can ask, I guess, right? Uh, but we assume if you're listening that at this point you're not sick of listening and you like listening to the podcast. But thanks for supporting us, and thanks for listening. This has been Dynasty Domain. <laughs>